Spotify likes to send out a year-end recap of your favorite songs that you've listened to throughout the year. It's called their wrap-up, Spotify wrap-up. Are you guys familiar with the Spotify wrap-up? Now, sometimes there are some people that will try to manipulate the algorithm so that at the end of the year, it shows artists that they actually like. Because sometimes you might like certain artists, but maybe you don't listen to them as much as other stuff. For instance, if you're studying and you just listen to like piano music or music scores, that's going to show up on your Spotify year-end rap. And so there are some people who say, well, I don't want my Spotify year-end rap to be just piano scores and movie music. I want it to be my favorite artists. And so they'll manipulate the algorithm by playing their favorite artists at night when they're sleeping or, you know, they'll, they'll do some stuff just to do that. There are other people who know that Spotify is going to do this. And so at the beginning of the year, they say, well, I want this artist to be on my wrap up. I want it to look good. And so they'll make sure that they listen to a certain artist throughout the week. I don't think a lot of people do this. I don't do this. Um, but I, but there are people who do this. And what, what this really is, what this really is, is that it's a silly way of how people can project an image of themselves out into the public because, you know, you're going to share your Spotify rap with people. You project an image of yourself out in public because you want to be perceived a certain way. You want people to look at you and say, oh, this person has good taste in music. This person is interesting. They listen to stuff that is maybe not mainstream. So, you know, it's just a form of trying to, to portray yourself in a different way. Another way that you can call this is, um, is it's called signaling, right? It's called signaling. You want to show people who you are. And so when your Spotify rap looks good, you're going to show people my interests, what I like. This is who I am. And you want people to see yourself that way. And when you take it a step further, what that is, that is shaping your identity so that it looks a certain way. Even though that might not be who you really are. Remember, Spotify rap is just a way to show you what you've listened to the most throughout the year. It might, necessarily, it might not necessarily reflect who your actual favorite artist is it's just what you listen to throughout the year and so this is a different way of people showcasing their identity that they've manipulated in order for it to appear a certain way and so the question is is this something that christians should be doing and spotify is a silly example i think there are other ways that we might try to shape or craft our image in such a way so that we appear differently to other people. For instance, for instance, are you okay? <laughs> for instance, you might want to dress a certain way because you want to project a certain image of yourself. Or you might want to post something online maybe it's 
a quote or maybe it's art. You just want to post something out there to, to show people who you are. But, you know, that's not really who you are. It's just posting. It's performing. It's a performative type of act when you post on social media or you share something. Um, you can take it even further and uh, you can see how people will try to shape their identity by what cars that they drive. Um, or they'll try to shape their identity by where they live, what kind of home they're going to have. Um, and sometimes people don't shape their identity, but they put their identity in certain things. For instance, if, uh, if you have a certain job, you might start saying, well, this job is actually who I am. I am that job. Or you might go to a certain college and you put your identity in that. You say, I am that college. <laughs> I, I am shaped and I want my identity to be associated with this college. So you can see how identity plays a big role, not just in small things like Spotify, but through all of our life. We can craft and we can put and place our identity in different things. And the question, like I said before, is, is that right? Is it good for Christians to do that? The answer is no. The answer is no. It's not good to do that. And this is the verse that I want you to see. 2 Corinthians 517. 2 Corinthians 517. And I want you to, to see how this verse speaks to the topic of issues of identity. Identity meaning what I just said, how we shape our, our how we shape our image and how we place our worth in certain things. Second Corinthians 5:17. It says, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. There's a lot in this verse, but there are at least two things I need you to see. The first one is that it says that you are in Christ. In Christ. If anyone is in Christ. And this is how Christians see ourselves. We see ourselves as being in Christ. If you remember this, we all come from Adam and Adam's sin, but we find coverage, we find safety in Christ. And so that's why Christians, we say we identify with Christ. Our identity is in Him because we don't identify with our first father Adam, but instead we identify with the new Adam. Jesus. That's why we say our identity is in Christ. And the second thing that I need you to see from this verse in 2 Corinthians 5.17 is that it says that we're a new creation. We're a new creation. That means that there's some aspect to us that was an old 
creation. Okay, maybe that's stating the obvious, but I think it helps us understand what it means when we say we're a new creation. The world likes to think that when man is born, that man is a blank slate, and you just get to craft whatever personality or image that you want. But we do not believe that man is a blank slate from birth. Remember what I said earlier? We believe that man is already fallen from birth. We believe that man is already sinful from birth. Even before you were born, even before humanity existed, God existed. And so what you need to do is you need to expand the scope of your mind, expand the scope of your personal story, and try to see things from a biblical perspective where God, even before space and time existed, there was just God. That, that is the, the, the beginning. That, the beginning and the end. Okay? God it just is. And so you can see how we, we don't think that, oh, you get to just choose who you want to be. And you can shape your life and can craft your identity. You can't. Your identity has already been set from before the world. You are a sinner. And the same goes for me too. We are creatures, fallen creatures who need a savior. That is the ultimate narrative of our life. And so when you see it from that perspective, you see that it's silly to start placing our identity in things other than Jesus. Because those other things, it doesn't matter. It absolutely does not matter what car you drive. It absolutely does not matter what school you go to, what job you have. What really matters is, is if you are in Christ and if you are a new creation. The, the world thinks we're a blank slate able to shape our own story and, and craft our own identities. The Bible presents to us a different picture. We're born as enemies of God. But when we become reconciled to Jesus... Our identity then becomes in Jesus, and our safety is in the cross, and our salvation is secure. Um, when we're reconciled, uh, it makes us God's children. We're no longer blank. We, we can't consider ourselves to be blank slates. We're not. We are children of God. And when you start seeing your identity in that, Everything else starts to fall into place. Uh, you, you can see your life from a bigger perspective when you start seeing yourself as God's child. Uh, here's an objection. Here's an objection. You say, well, Aaron, okay, um, I'm God's child, but what happens to the things that I actually like? Like, what about my Spotify wrapped? Is that not, like, legit anymore? What if I really do like a certain car? What if I really do want to get into a certain college? Does that make it wrong? Does being a Christian cancel out everything that I actually enjoy and like in life? Now, this is a, this is a hard question to answer. The short answer would be no, it doesn't. But the big answer would be yes, it does. Let me explain to you now, and I want you to stop thinking about these smaller examples. I want you to think bigger. Now, if you're, if you're a Christian, that means that you submit to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That means you want to start conforming your will to his. That means you want to become holy like how Jesus is. 
that means you want to start having his mind. And so, yes, there are certain things that you might like in a sinful nature, and God is going to change that. He will change things that are not holy in you, and he will purify you. Now, does that mean that um, things like cars and colleges are silly? No, I don't think so. But I think it changes your priorities. I think it starts changing the way you view cars and colleges and just status and just the pleasures of life. It changes things. You don't care so much about certain things and you start valuing other things. And so I think um, as you grow through life and as you grow in Christ, Jesus does shape and change your priorities. Um, and here's a verse that I just want to read to you uh, to try to show you that the Christian, their goals change. Uh, this is what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10.31. He says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. And so for the Christian, it changes your outlook on everything. Everything is no longer about you, but it's about God. And that changes how you live your life. I'm going to give you three implications for this idea that we don't place our identity in, in, in other stuff, but our identity belongs in Jesus. These are the three implications. First, we have a tendency to present ourselves in certain ways um, to the world, but God knows our hearts. And that, that's really the, the implication. God knows hearts he knows who we really are on the inside there's no fronting there's no pretending with god you can't try to disguise or hide yourself in front of god next authenticity really does matter for the christian authenticity matters for the christian and what i mean by authenticity is that um, we present ourselves as we really are we can admit to each other that we're sinners we can say sorry when we've actually done wrong. We can admit that we've, that, that we've messed up. Uh, that, that's what being authentic means. It, pre- it means presenting ourselves in a realistic way, um, you know, in an appropriate, realistic way, and that shows that we, we, we are broken people and we need Jesus. Authenticity matters because the truth matters. And when you are able to say that you are broken and that you do need Jesus, that's when you can start talking about Jesus. Broken people, they will not find a need um, to, to, to pretend, but broken people will see their need for their Savior. So we want to do our best to present ourselves in an authentic way. And then here's the third and final implication. Our likes and our dislikes they're, they're going to change throughout our entire life. Even the things that you prioritize are going to change. But when your identity is rooted in Jesus, nothing, nothing will, will change that certain outlook. Okay? Your circumstances and your situations will change. But when you are rooted in Christ, I really like that word, you're rooted in Christ. You're unshakable. You're unshakable. Money doesn't matter anymore. Your college and your careers don't matter anymore. Signs of power and prestige, they don't matter anymore. You can, you can literally let it all go because you know that you are safe and secure. Your identity is found in Jesus. 
Um, I'm going to give you a quick example. Uh, marriage, marriage changes people. Um, when you get married, you find out that you lose a little bit of your identity, but then your identity is found in somebody else. Uh, sometimes that's good, sometimes it's bad, but it changes you as a person. In the same way, when you start identifying with Jesus, it's going to change you as a person. And when you identify with Jesus, it will only change you for good because he's perfect and he's holy and he's God. And that's kind of the idea of you identify with him. You, you, you become one with him. I'm going to read you what I have here. And then I have one more verse to close us out. Christ changes our minds and our hearts. He changes our goals. He changes our priorities. He changes our attitudes and behaviors. Some of these changes happen immediately. Some of them will come over time. But you will not lose yourself necessarily. You will die to yourself. That's what happens. You die to yourself and then you find yourself resurrected and one with Jesus. Spotify is about the songs that you listen to and the songs that you enjoy. But for the Christian, there's a different song that will not show up on your Spotify wrapped. And I'm going to show you what that song is right now. Turn to Ephesians chapter 5, and this is where we're going to end. This song will not appear on your Spotify wrapped, but I think it's the song that should be the most prominent in your entire life. Ephesians 5, chapter 18. This is the song of the Christian. Ephesians 5, chapter 18. It says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. The song that will not appear on your Spotify wrapped is the song that's inside your heart. It's a heart that loves Jesus more than anything else. And it's a heart that finds your identity, your worth, your value in him. And that's my hope for you during Christmas. Um, Next two weeks are guest preachers. But that's what I leave you with this Christmas season. Jesus is worth everything and more. Let's pray.